Are you feeling like no one understands your struggles? That you're isolated and alone? Like no one has your back to support, encourage, or celebrate your wins with you? Well, let me personally invite you to join me in the Living Fearless Today Facebook group. Hey, we recently launched the group and are open to other men just like you who want to know their worth, value, and purpose to grow in confidence, find their worth, and appreciate their contributions. So if you simply search Living Fearless Today on Facebook, and uh, then just click to join us. I look forward to meeting you, seeing your growth, and the success you begin to experience in your life within this band of men. This is the Living Fearless Today podcast, a show that helps men like you and me who are struggling to get unstuck and overcome fear to live confidently and courageously. I'm your host and transformation coach, Mike Forster, helping you create the change you want now. Join me as I interview men who've conquered their challenges and soared to success as they spill their secrets on how they live fearless today. Well, hello and welcome back, my friend. Hey, today I want to talk about perfectionism and the anxiety that can come with it. And it was something that, um, you know, for the longest time that I would hide behind perfectionism, you can have a high level uh, desire for quality. And from that desire, you know, still release things and do things that are fantastic. But perfectionism is, it's the stranglehold that's keeping us from living uh, our life, from doing the things that we want to do and sharing the things that we're gifted with. Um, even though we may sit there and go, you know, this isn't how I really want it. You know, we can sit there and do iterations and numerous times of redoing something or recreating and never be truly satisfied. So with perfectionism, it will cause procrastination. And I'm sure that's not a surprise to you. If you struggle with this, if you, you know, say, Hey, it's not perfect yet. Anything, anything along those lines, then you've no doubt seen that, Hey, I want to go ahead and get this done, you know, by this time, whether it's, you know, in a couple hours, a couple days, a couple weeks, you'll see that that deadline, that time frame, just gets bypassed. And so that it becomes like an excuse for procrastinating and, you know, the tasks in and of themselves will take longer because we're tweaking, looking for that perfect state. And it, it means that we're spending more time on that one task, uh, than we could on other tasks, right? So it delays other things from being done. So rather than being able to get 10 things done, we may get five, three, you know, zero, because we're just so focused on that one thing and being afraid of it not being perfect. And perfection is not something that's really ever obtainable. Um, you may think that you're striving for it, and they have an, an honest desire for it to be perfect, 
But when we're creating something in a vacuum outside of, you know, things being released to see how, how they behave, how things come about, it's, it's only in our head. And so we have this, this thing that we're trying to perfect, but we really don't know how it's going to perform. And so that's the other thing is that improvement in whatever we're doing or what we're releasing, you know, what we're creating, um, gets stunted. And so that improvement rather than being, Hey, you know, I'm going to create this, you know, make this dinner for my family. Right. And it's, let's say you're, you're barbecuing, you know, pork, butt, something I like to do. Um, let's say you're, you know, that's something you want to do. You're wanting to make, you know, shredded pork for your family for dinner. Well, if you just keep sitting there watching videos, refining the recipe without ever doing the barbecue aspect and, and asking for your family's input, you're never going to know um, how it actually comes out, what it's going to taste like and, and how they'll respond. And so, you know, I'm not saying don't do research, don't look at things, you know, don't try and figure out how to make a high quality product or a result or even do a task. Well, what I am saying is don't hide behind it in the research or, you know, saying I don't have this tool or, or this item when oftentimes we can find what we need, some kind of alternative. So the anxiety associated with procrastination comes in because it's almost like this double-edged sword, right? We're, we're anxious and we're stressed out because we're, we're afraid of how people will respond or, or how things will, will turn out. But also because we're not, you know, sharing it, we're not finished with it. There's also that anxiety of, oh my gosh, I've missed the deadline. I'm not doing this. And for me, it was one of those, I had a pattern that I would start things and not finish it. I would allow myself to get distracted by something else because that distraction meant I didn't have to face the fact that I hadn't finished. And so it was kind of moving along, um, turning my attention to that next shiny thing without really having to acknowledge that I hadn't finished something. And there's, there's a fear there's, you know, that anxiety is fed by that. Um, in that, hey, you know, you haven't done this, you you've not finished other things before, and so that that habit, that routine will will show up in your mind. You know, you're not fooling yourself, and so it creates those two kind of um, almost like a dichotomy, right? You know, it's like I want to get this out, but I haven't gotten it out, and so you're feeling stress from both ends. And so the question I would ask is, what are you afraid of? What are you hiding from? in not releasing. And I've shared it before in the fact that, you know, I was taught that if I failed, that made me a failure. Well, if I didn't release something that meant that it could never be a fail, right? There, there, there wasn't that result, that failing result that would then change my label to being a failure. And so it was almost like a safeguard. I was insulating myself from becoming a failure by not moving forward. But yet the problem is we still know that we haven't executed. We haven't finished, you know, we've not taken that action. 
And that is detrimental as well. That's harmful to our confidence, our courage, our belief that, hey, we can do it. And it keeps us, you know, in this anxious, really depressed and fearful state. And so what you can do to move from that is just understand, hey, I'm going to get this to the best I can by this deadline. Set that deadline and give yourself ample time to jump in there and do what you can. I'm not saying release or do a task, you know, half halfway, you know, don't, don't just make dinner. That's, you know, really garbage and you don't want to eat, but go about, you know, doing it so that it's something that, Hey, I'm, I'm proud of this. This at least gives me something so that I'm going to get a response. So, you know, even like with this podcast, when I first started, it was something that I could have easily hid behind. Hey, I want this to be perfect. But the truth was I'd hid behind so many other things in waiting until they were perfect, which they never were. And so it was taking myself outside of my comfort zone and saying, yes, I still believe what I'm offering is valuable. What I'm sharing is, is encouraging and useful. It may not be at the level I want, but as I go through the process, I can figure it out. If you listen to the first episodes, you're going to hear me really, really stodgy, like no personality, just super devoid. It was much more of who I was as a consultant dealing with, um, you know, upper management within meetings. It was very just kind of devoid of personality. And until I recorded those and listened to them, I didn't have any kind of position to move from to improve. And I still am not at the point that I want to be, but un- unless I keep moving forward and I keep having these conversations and, and getting feedback you know, from you as you're listening, until I have those conversations and I get that feedback, I'm limited in how much I can grow, how what I can improve by and, and the changes I can make, right? So understand that making improvements or even making mistakes is normal, but it's also helpful in being able to make mistake, you know, or make improvements, excuse me, in making those improvements, because you now have a like feedback, you have a baseline to work from and say, oh, this wasn't quite right. And like I talked about me having a deadline helps me to understand, hey, I'm willing to invest this much time because I still have these other things that are priorities to me. So a deadline helps me to, to not procrastinate and delay and just push off until, you know, the, the anxiety becomes so uncomfortable that I just release it where it's at this way I'm in charge of it. And I go, I'm willing to invest this time to get it to this state. And then I'm going to, you know, go ahead and take, you know, this action or do whatever the case may be, but not allowing perfectionism and the anxiety that goes hand in hand with it to hold me back. That's where I use the deadlines to, uh, to continue to move myself forward. The other thing that was a problem for me is I would compare myself. And I don't know if this is something you do as well, but I would look at somebody and compare my results with theirs. And so if we go back to talking about the pulled pork, I might look at somebody that's a pit master, a professional cook and go, wow, mine doesn't look like theirs. It probably doesn't taste like theirs either. 
you know, those kind of thoughts and, and beliefs will hold us back because, you know, we're sitting there and comparing, keep in mind, especially in this kind of example, how long do you think it took somebody to get to a pit master? And do you think that, that they turned out some bad pulled pork before? Of course. And it took them a long time. If you and I haven't invested that kind of time in, in what we're doing, then getting the results that they are, man, we're just beginning, you know, it, it's not um, realistic to have that expectation for us. And if we put that on somebody else, you know, as far as would we expect somebody else to be able to produce that same kind of result, often we'll see it's just a, a self critical kind of perspective. And so I encourage you just to, to give yourself that space and look and see, Hey, is this something I would expect of somebody else? And have I invested the time? And also understand even those that have put in the time, they're still not perfect. I guarantee you that it's like, if you look at, you know, pit masters and, and, and professional chefs, there's stuff that turns out that they're like, man, this is not what I want, but they then can, can look and go, okay, I did this differently, or, you know, maybe this is an area that I can prove they're improve. They're taking that feedback and they're moving from there. And those are things that we can, we can do as well. And so understand mistakes are normal and they help you to improve, um, as you're going along that a deadline, um, can help you have that, that movement, right. That activity to actually start working on something and then to, to take action and release it and then, um, stop comparing and give yourself the grace to just do your best, right? Often doing our best isn't sufficient in our eyes, but understand it is, you know, it just do your best and give it a shot, see what comes back. And oftentimes you're going to be surprised you're being harsher on yourself and what your, you know, what your results are than anybody else. And so people will go, Oh my gosh, this is amazing. This is fantastic. And yet you're sitting there going, Oh, this sucks. This stinks. And you're just talking in a, in a negative pattern towards yourself because you don't want it to, to kind of have that high expectation. You're trying to set people to have a lower bar, um, then they might. And so, you know, they'll show you compassion when the truth is what you've done is fantastic. And so give people the opportunity to give you honest feedback. So you can make a, a, a an honest and genuine improvement. And then, you know, from, from stopping comparing, then also understand that it's like, you know, nobody is perfect. The other thing that it's like, I got an opportunity to learn as I was, you know, moving beyond perfectionism and and anxiety with it was asking for help either for people's input in, am I going the right way? And it's something they're, they're experienced with, or, you know, asking for their, their help of, Hey, this is the first time I've done this. Do you mind giving me a hand? Um, People will, will often want to help and be glad to help because it's like, Oh, wow. You see that, you know, I have this ability, you, you want my advice. And so it not only helps you, but it helps them as well. So, um, don't allow perfectionism to, you know, have that stranglehold that's keeping you from living your life, step out, 
live life fully and take a chance, do your best, put things out there, you know, take action and determine on what needs to change the next time you do it. So I hope this helps my friend and uh, shoot me any questions that you have. And I look forward to hearing from you soon. Bye. Thanks so much, my friend, for joining me on another episode. If you found the information within the show helpful, please leave a review on the platform you're listening to. Helps raise the show's visibility so other men can join us in breaking free. See you on the next episode. And remember to continue putting yourself out there. Have a great one.